What up, y'all? This is Keith Cooper of Blurtish. Uh, Mark couldn't join today. He had a little bit of a family emergency. I'm here today with our good friend Aaron of Lazy Nerds Designs. Yeah. Uh, this is what's up, what's up. This is his second pod uh, on the show. He ain't been on three years solo himself, but he was on episode 140, uh, the Nerdy Businesses panel that I did for the Mid City Microcon uh, last August. So check that out. If you want to hear some other things that we all went through through the pandemic as nerdy businesses, content creators, and other stuff. Um, but today we're going to hyper-focus on what's going on with, with him right now. He is a local entrepreneur and artist, store owner. Um, and he's going to tell you which one he identifies more as. <laughs> it just hits you. Because, believe it or not, this artist would rather be called something else. I, and you, you can see what you're doing. I don't know if I'd rather be called something else. I just don't completely identify with it. <laughs> so he's a hybrid, so, you know. But today, we're going to catch up with Aaron. Life after the major shutdown, um, what we're going to do now. And, of course, what he's trying to do out here in this wonderful city of Baton Rouge, where we're both based out of. Um, but he travels, he does cons, he does a lot of different things, but he also want to be your neighborhood-friendly uh, clothing nerd maker. Or nerd clothing maker, not clothing nerd maker. I don't know what I just said. But uh, <laughs> I said that back. Anyway, man, Aaron, tell people about yourself. Reintroduce yourself. Bro. Yeah, as Keith said, I am Aaron, owner of Lazy Nerd Designs. The company is uh, anime and game-inspired nerd clothing company currently. But in my opinion, um, everything that you're a fan of, it, you can nerd out about. So I feel like every thing is nerd culture. So eventually, we're going to start diving into other forms of nerddom in our merchandise. So yeah. That's me. I've been doing this since 2014. I started off in Orlando, Florida when I graduated from Full Sail because I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do for as working for somebody, and I still can't figure it out. <laughs> since I can't figure it out, I just continue doing this, and so far, it's, it's gotten me pretty far. See, folks, he don't know what he's doing, and he's still doing it. <laughs> well, I ain't gonna say that, but you know, sometimes it takes you a while to figure out what you want to do. In addition, you know, you got multiple things to do, but you know, I, I look, I didn't become an entrepreneur until I was about 35, 36, 37. So mm -hmm. you never know. You never know when you're going to fall into something to do something. And it might be for you, it may not. But sometimes you got to try and give it y'all. I kind of so, he's already always been an entrepreneur because even as a kid, I would uh, for Sunday on for church. I would the day before I would make like brownies and rice krispie treats or even hot dogs or whatever, and I would bring that to church and sell it at church. So I've always, <laughs> in some aspects, been an entrepreneur. 
I guess I feel that because I used to cut grass. Look, I used to go out there and cut grass, man, and cut my neighbor's yard, cut other people's grass. And, you know, my dad, he, he he would let me use his equipment for that. You know, it's like, I don't know, but all right, you're going to go make some money. Cool. That's money I ain't got to give you. Exactly. Now, give it anyway, but <laughs> but he was like, all right, don't tear up my equipment. But when you're a kid, he, you, don't have, you don't have much, you got to rely on your parents to give you money. Then what other way can you make money legally? <laughs> exactly. And it's like, you know, thank thank God for, you know, my neighbors and people who let me, you know, get that taste of that. You know, my dad gave me allowance for like a couple of months or once a uh, one one year straight deals like eh, I'm done. <laughs> it's like, like I gotta give you the where you live here. <laughs> you know, hey man, he grew up in those olden times where allowance wasn't a word. It was just some <laughs> allow you to stay here. So do what I tell you to do. <laughs> <laughs> and do it well. <laughs> you won't be here anymore. But uh yeah, I, I know. So yeah, man, um basically, you know, we went through the whole 2020. You know, unfortunately, yes, folks, we have to mention that that's a four-letter word, 2020. <laughs> around around everywhere. Uh you went through the pandemic stuff. Um, of course, nobody didn't have a handle on it at all. Your business survived. Uh, you know, we all went and did some smaller stuff. Shout out to Rustic Reads. They definitely were help, had a hand in us both being able to continue. Um, you French know, shout truck to and, um, what you calling too, right? French truck Who? and uh, yeah, French truck. Thank, thank y'all. Simple Joe's. Simple Joe's. Like, and these are our local people who continuously let us come. Um, Cornelius Roy at uh, Vegan Friendly Foods. Got to give a shout out to him. And these are the people, our fellow business owners and fellow, you know, you know, people who own brick and mortar places who allow people to have pop-ups who are in the, who are local. and don't have to go through so much of the corporate rigmarole to allow people like us to come and bring this nerdy goodness to y'all, you know, out there in the open. So you survived that. You're going through these things. Um, and, you know, before 2020, you know, he had one of the best places at the mall, the mall of Louisiana. Uh, things were going good. We we're going at an all-time high. We were having events, and then, you know, COVID came like a wrecking ball, smashed everything. So you pivot. So now you're pivoting again. You all, you have your shop out in Plank Road, shop, uh, slash, workshop slash store as well, you know, you had pop-ups there, too, which was a great time. Um, we've done all type of stuff. So what is your main objective now? What are you focusing on? Now that cons are back, I know that you're doing cons. We can talk about that. So I guess let's start there. The cons and your goals for what you're planning to do right now. are back, but they still are iffy, and I don't trust the... Um... I don't trust the atmosphere just yet, you know, when <laughs> when everything did tumble to the ground, it made me realize that uh, maybe I'm putting too much money out there and not saving saving some of it, saving enough of it. So that's that's has really drastically changed my um, spending habits. And even now, 
as I had predicted, we had booked some things and two of our events that we booked got canceled. And one of them at the end of the month, I which, guess if it doesn't, huh? Which ones are those? Uh, if one, I... was called, one was called GlitchCon, and I think that was supposed to happen this weekend in oh. Maryland, which was, uh, or actually Glitch 9 or something like that, which is a Smash Brothers tournament. So those are like super intimate, so I could see why those canceled, because people have to play games against each other. Then we signed up for another Smash tournament that was supposed to be at the end of the month and also postponed and um, rescheduled. So we have one more event this weekend, leading this month, that also was supposed to be a tournament, a gaming tournament. Hopefully they don't cancel. As I talked to the organizer, he said they wasn't canceling, but it seems like they're really cracking down and being super strict on the um, – qualifications to get in because before he was like yeah you have to you definitely have to have your vax card now it looks like they're saying you have to have your vax card and come with a negative test yeah like I admit like you know I have never caught it far as I know I haven't really did the testing but I have been vaxxed myself so of course you just can't always get a test and have that ready but I guess you can if it's weeks in advance but I yeah. can see how that might get a little cumbersome. Yeah, for when I have half team vaccinated, half team not vaccinated, and I need, um, I'm not one to you know try to mandate anything. So I got half the team that can do like these type of events, and then I got half the team that can't. And the more people that could do, the more money we can make. And with all the variables of trying to go out of town and other shows canceled, then I'm like, man, I think it makes more sense to try to have a store again and that people are willing to go to. So we're currently trying to get us a new location. We put in a letter of intent. At this point, we're just waiting for confirmation on, yes, that we can have the property or or no. So basically the cons are shaky right now or getting shakier again. Not as bad as 2020 yet per se. Or I guess yeah. people are being I have gotten flexible. I've gotten some protocols in and kind of figuring out which, you know, you just did uh Fan Expo New Orleans. I guess before mm -hmm. we continue, how was Fan Expo New Orleans for you? Going Fan to this new newly owned con. Fan Expo New Orleans, I believe I really need to sit down and look at the numbers. I tried to, but it's hard for me to look at the last time they did a con, because last time they did the con, we also <laughs> had the store in the mall. So it, you can't really separate the numbers and see how much it was made in one place and the other. But I believe changing over to their hands, we actually had made more money last week, uh, last weekend than we previously had um, and, doing the show. And I know you're not. I know you've been to so many cons, so you're not really worried about it. But just as a con goer, how did you feel about it in general? Did it seem more entertaining, more organized, more put together? Um, I I wouldn't even I wouldn't 
completely know since I'm I mostly stayed near my booth. I know the people that attended and the guests that did purchase from us, they seem to have been having a good time. But I also don't want to, I wouldn't want to be so hard on them anyway because I, they big names canceled. True. I wouldn't even say, yeah, this, I guess it is hard to compare. <clears throat> well, since I wasn't a vendor this time, I had a good time. Like myself, most celebrities don't, I don't give a damn. Like, I care to a point, but I've not cared enough to give pay a hundred and two hundred dollars for a photograph. <laughs> unless it's somebody like legendary, like I would have for Stanley, I would for the Shell Nichols if I had it. I don't always have it like that. In mm-hmm. general, I don't care to do so. But hey, I got to meet both of the Black Power Rangers, you know, the one to meet them. Shout out to Giff. It made his day. Uh he was oh, Giff, if you listening, your reaction was funny, bro. He, he, Giff was over the moon. <laughs> it was like that boy took off to a space rocket. Like this ranks below him getting married. <laughs> right, right below. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Giff. Uh, he contributes. <laughs> like, but he you know, you know, Anthony Mackey was funny, and uh, so was uh, what's his name from The Walking Dead, Michael. Uh, Play Merle off of his man, his mind slipped. He played Yondu. Uh, he's literally oh, okay. He's, he's uh, he had a girl twerking on. I mean, he didn't have her twerking on stage. <laughs> he just, he just like after a while, he answered quick, he'll talk. Then I think he'd be, you know, hitting the bottle a little bit. And that's okay. You know, I get, I get it. You got to probably do something to amp yourself up to talk to a bunch of strangers in a large hall and have fun with it. But he be amped. Like every time I see him in New Orleans, he's at a special level of crazy. And yeah, one lady, she was like, just I don't know, the subject of twerking came up. And he was like, What's twerking? Now, I don't know, maybe he didn't know, but it was funny. He was like, the exchange of her talking about, yeah, you don't twerk with your neck and your back. And he was like, Well, I'm gonna twerk with you. He didn't quite do it, but nobody really wants to see him do it. What's funny is, of course, we're in New Orleans, so of course they paid back that ass up by Juvenile. They just had that in the queue. <laughs> y'all can see, y'all can see it on my social media and uh, on Facebook. But yeah, it, it was funny. So I had a good time. But it sounds like you did good. It was well. I think it sounds like there's a promise there for this. Yeah, I mean, it was difficult for me to get in. I had to do three measures <laughs> to get in. Oh. <laughs> Shout out so, to Ori if you listen. Shout out to Ori uh, from yeah. Good Geeky Vengeance. Yeah, shout out to Ori. But even I think even Ori had trouble like getting <laughs> in touch with people I need to get in touch with. So I was like, man, it's an hour drive. There's no point of me not being in this show. I know a lot of people have canceled due to people getting sick for COVID and stuff. So I was like, the odds are in my favor. They probably are just busy because of everybody canceling. So I just drove up there with my trailer everything that I needed and then walked up in the place and t- found out who I needed to talk to and bought a booth. Wait, that you did that the day of? Yeah. What? <laughs> so see, folks, see when you're an entrepreneur, the things you got to do, sometimes be ready. Always stay ready. Look, Aaron, no. I, what do I have in the back of my, nine times out of ten, what do I have in the back of my pick, my, my, me, my, my SUV? 
the, the pictures and stuff, right? I'm gonna always generally. I'm gonna have the comics. I already got it packed. I got, I got the art. I got pictures. I got books, graphic novels. I have it in a little small. I have it in the smallest thing possible to fit a lot in. I try <laughs> not to have more than two to three bags at a time, but I try to keep the main bag on me. Yeah, he be ready. So, gotta be ready. So. This man pulled up with his whole, with his whole, you know, stuff. Yeah, and luckily I did because the, the <laughs> road that the, they put me on, all three of those table were, tables were empty. So <laughs> I came through and I was able to pull out all those tables. And when you are, because they had a vendor across the across from me, and he was the only one there too. So when you I'm have a. a uh, location and there's no other vendors around you. People won't go down that aisle. Nah, uh, like yeah, like if it, it that is something true. Like, and the reason why I know this, on the flip side, I have um, borrowed some empty space before um, at the Essence Fest, other places. I've popped up at empty spaces, and people ain't gonna know to go down there if you're there. Like, of course, if I'm just hanging out, just chilling, I ain't really complaining. But I know how this goes. So you want to be by a vendor, maybe not your direct competition, but you don't want to be at an empty booth, like dead space. Mm. You know, it's kind of like the same mental aspect of a, of a person going out of an empty back alley hall. They're like, ah, something's wrong that way. I ain't going that way. Or Even a, a restaurant that that's new and you don't see cars over there. <laughs> look, yeah, man, look. All right, real talk. Is that Chinese restaurant or airline? I ain't never seen nobody go in there, in the front. <laughs> All right, I don't know if that about. is a legit place. It's been it open. It's been open since I can remember. Since I've probably been a kid, it's looked the same way. I ain't never seen nobody pull up to that joint. There have yeah. been some people who claim they've eaten there. I don't think they're real people. I think they're internet plans. <laughs> I think they were paid by the restaurant to say that. Uh, I think I have a friend that I don't know if he's eaten there before, but apparently when he was in, I think high school, high school or middle school, they would actually because it was like an inn too, so they would actually go there to play Smash Brothers with the uh, okay. owner's kids. All right, so you know somebody who knows somebody who did that. All right, cool. So all right, <laughs> I still think it's a money liner front. But that's okay. You know, get yours. I just never heard nobody like, I've been to the Chinese Inn to eat. Like, it's a traditional-looking building. And you don't see nobody going there, mother. One day for content, we should go go eat there. Let's do do it. Let's make sure, I don't know, tell your friends we need the secret handshake or the knock (laughs) on the door. I don't even know the entrance at that time. Where I don't think them front, I don't know if them front doors work. I think they are purely for decoration. Hopefully, the food's good. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know if they make food. <laughs> but yeah, that's a rabbit hole. But if you're local, you from Baton Rouge, you know a restaurant I'm talking about on airline because you ain't never ate there, but you always you've always wondered like who goes there. It stays open, and you never see nobody come in and out of that. Moment. 
the other restaurant on airline, I thought the same thing. I was like, man, the, the Gold Bowl place. I was like, man, I don't. I always see this place, but I don't really see people in front of it. And I tried it out, and they they do have good food. Though. Okay, so I think I know about the Gold Bowl. Like it's it's like an old uh, church's place, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. See, that's that's reasonable. Like you can kind of go in and out. It's just slow. It's that's slow part of line. Mm-hmm. Even when airline had the mall and other places by it, I never seen nobody <laughs> go to that place. Like, really. Like, I am not joking, folks. I, I Look, when Mark come back on, we're going to confirm this, too. I don't... I, I, I'm confirm it, too. I've, I've been born and raised here. I've never, like, seen <laughs> no more than maybe two cars. Two cars? In front, yeah, in front of the place. And I'm like, I'm sure those are the owners. And you don't see them move. You don't mm-hmm. see nobody go to those cars. No. Nope. <laughs> Bat- Look, Baton Rouge Mysteries, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> to the point where it popped up as a meme on Facebook before a meme. Exactly. Because that, nobody knows. <laughs> nobody. It was just like, what was going on here? But, but enough about that. But so, you know, you're going through cons. You know, at least you got one out the way. Things are getting a little shaky. So tell us, what are your plans? And well, tell us about the location, what this building used to be, where is it, and your plans for it if you get it. Well, the uh, building is on College Drive across the street from the FedEx. It used to be a key-making place. Apparently, they had been there for 30 years. So that's quite some time. (laughs) Um, and apparently everybody else that's also been in that suite has been there for at least 10 years so we're talking about promising uh, property and with the, as promising as that property is and the location that it is the rent is actually reasonable so my plan is to hopefully get us to get get the okay so we can get in there. We can go back to having our store. Uh, unfortunately, it won't be as big as our old location, but whatever. Um, my goal for my goal for the company is to definitely try to stay within a reasonable amount of rent and everything. So I know for the price that they're asking, we can do one or two events if they're going on and have that paid up in the weekend for our rent. So that doesn't put too much financial strain on us. Uh, having a spot that might may take a, a minute before it gets traction, but I believe it's probably gonna be like when we we're at the mall. Once we we're at the mall, we put a sign up, then it 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 start to snowball and we start doing well. Uh, Plank Road has a connotation. I guess people really just it's difficult getting people over there. I don't feel like we're gonna have the same. Difficulties being on Plank Road. Me on college drive. I hate to say that, like, but I always appreciate your enthusiasm and your 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 ability to try. I was never going to be like negative about Plank Road 
You know, I'm like, I used to, I, I know about Plank Road. I've been there. I go, I've shopped there. I ain't too good. But I know how people act, especially the city in regards to Plank Road. And also, you know, the part of Plank Road that everybody goes to is like by Tony's. Yeah, I was about to say, if we were by Tony's, <laughs> I feel like we probably wouldn't have had as difficult of an issue. I mean, they, because that, that is like kind of like, I ain't going to say the center of things, but you got the library, you got Planet Fitness. I mean, it's just, you know, the Delmont Village Shopping Center, people will come by. Those people have to come by there to do stuff. The po- Like, everything around Plank Road kind of is centered there from the mall. I mean, not the mall. The the, the mailing, the post office. You got the community center. So, yeah. It's Krispy Kreme. Your old way. You went to Redemptions, right? No, you didn't yeah. go to Redemptions. Okay, my bad. Well, Redemption's ain't anymore, but I guess they had a school over there. I never knew. <laughs> so, look, I, sorry, I'm a little out of touch with what Catholic schools are around, folks. I went to public schools. So, I don't know. But still, there's a lot of traffic and foot traffic that goes that way. But, you know, you're kind of in a, you're actually in a relatively quiet part of Plank Road. Like, yeah, you know, and I think that's part of the problem is like there's one other business there which is Ralph's Electronics. So only people that's going there are really like probably other businesses that need to either they might be uh, electricians, so they're going there to get supplies, and maybe other other bigger companies to get supplies. And then the hair store just opened up over there. They're doing well, for what I understand. But that kind of fits into the culture easier with the half store being there. But uh, I don't know. I think in order for us to make it there, we probably have to do such drastic changes to the building and everything. And the older I get, it's like, okay, do I, what can I do to make things work with the minimal amount of effort as possible? So. <laughs> In order Def, to the name but, lazy, his definition of lazy. I still I call him efficient. I think that's, but... <laughs> I think that's at this point. I think that's just a definition of just trying to make sure you keep your sanity. <laughs> I'm like, when we were at the mall, I didn't have to try. We didn't have to advertise. People were coming to us without us having to do anything except put the sign up. So I assume getting there on the real busy street and putting the sign up, that's our advertisement. Being where the people are and what our age demographic is too. And then just pay slightly more rent than what we're paying now. Actually, it's almost like double than what we're paying. And what we're paying currently is really inexpensive. So just to say we're doubling it and getting into a very um, high traffic area of town and also a decent area, why not? You'll be close to LSU. You'll be right across from two gaming stores. Like, you'll be in a block within yeah. Gameware, which is an indie, uh, you know, gaming store. Then you got GameStop for whatever that's worth. Other places, yeah. uh, Walmart is next door. You know, you can always go to bother people at Walmart, but like, yeah, come here. <laughs> like, food options too. 
these you do got good food ops. You got coffee call right behind. You got a coffee shop. You got a bank. So you got mm-hmm. amenities, you know, in that little in that block. Yeah. And you definitely got a ton of traffic. Like you can you can I can see in that building where you, if it's like a hot day, people stuck in shitty traffic. News flash, y'all. College drive is a mess. Like even on a normal <laughs> day, and it's not a business day. You know, you might can just give away some lemonade or something. Like, hey, you're bored. You want to cool off? Maybe play some Smash Brothers. Want to shop? Come into the store. Kill some time. You know, that there's... One to... right. Oh, so there's some things that can possibly get people into that building on that location. Yeah. And one of the things I was worried about was how difficult the traffic could be to get in out of this place. But those other businesses are well, the key place was there for 30 years. And then the other two businesses have been there for 10 years. So the traffic can't be that terrible. I think the traffic has gotten has gotten bad, but at the same time, location, location, location. Um, and the fact that you're by a university and you're by a lot of more, say, people who, you know, up and down Perkins, you, you got plenty of places to advertise, too, with a lot of population up and down that road and through downtown. And sadly, I'm just going to you know be real. It's just a connotation that people aren't going to be so apprehensive to go to College Drive to say Plank Road. Yeah. So uh, I definitely wanted to build something in because in, I live in the neighborhood that we are in now. So. I definitely want to have a place in the neighborhood and make it work, but I mean, again, I can keep hitting my head against the wall or I can just walk through the open door. <laughs> hey, man, that's one of the wisest things I've looked. I know that feeling all too well. <laughs> all too well in the uh, content creation game, per se. Is like, oh my God, am I going to? What am I doing? But in my head, you know what? Open door, take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it was a sh- uh, even more of a shift. I think, well, of course, it probably is. The, the closer I had gotten to 30, and now I've won, I've finally crossed the threshold. I'm like, man, I have a family, <laughs> I have goals and stuff that I have kind of put on hold to do what we're doing now because I. Like I said, uh, I don't know if I said it this episode, but I believe when the first episode, I was like, I started this company to do music and be able to do my own merchandise for my music career. And I'm so far removed for it. So uh, I just really need to start doing things more soundly and efficiently. So, hey, I can get back to what this speaks to me, but uh, the music speaks to me on a different level. That's a little, a little more, a little bit more nourishing to my soul. Understood. So, and it's it, it's but, good to know what is driving you at a certain point. So, yeah. you know, hopefully, you can get this, and this can lead to you back to where you want to be. Yeah. So, if you do get this store. What would you like? Uh, I guess what would be different from if it's than being smaller? How would you still try to like you know get it into the get the community involved with it? Probably really nothing different. We're gonna continue doing what we were trying to do before. We were having events 
as soon as we get the location and we start building, well, I won't even say we start building the clientele. We're going to probably start uh, advertising, maybe put signs on the door that we're going to host the tournaments and D&D nights. We could probably immediately start doing those so we can build the community and have it kind of established. These are these days. Um, of course, have you over to do run uh, movie night for the times that you can do uh, anime night. Hey, most um, definitely. I got plenty. If y'all don't mind old movies and some current stuff, you know. Anything that we can... Sorry, anything that we can do that, uh, anything that we can do that the community will enjoy and get people out the house and we can do it safely and everybody enjoys it, so I'm down for it. See, folks, this is why this man should have this story. He is willing to work with the community. He's willing to work with everybody in the nerdy space, you know, nerdy geek, you know, tech and all that space. If you got to decipher it that way otaku space it's here man like you know i know i, I get so annoyed when people feel like they have to use all these damn terms like i mean i use blurred but it's like but i use it. <laughs> i ain't got time to be saying all these damn things for these different definitions that overlap you know if you like some nerdy shit figure it out <laughs> this man yeah. is trying to do it uh you know then easy to work with and i definitely appreciate him and i hope that he gets this story i hope that the owners if you hear this, this brother got plans. This brother got things he want to do, and he can. And you never know. And we can talk. This could be the launching point of something big. Like one of my favorite YouTube channels, The Company Man. He always talk about how all these like great businesses got started, and just how people did it, or just you know, what what they did, what what deals they made. And he does it in such a, you know, it's not a super detailed manner, but he hits the key points. Who's to say this is the beginning of where Lazy Nerds can become a franchise? Maybe eventually, the next 10 years, you can find more individuals that can help you run the business to grow and expand it. Oh, trust me, if this is, if this location happens and it goes to the extent that I believe it could, then you guys are, this is only the beginning. There's a lot to look forward to from us. Even so if it, it doesn't happen, though, uh, we're we're about to probably start jumping back into the content game for YouTube and stuff. Okay. But what were we about to ask before that? So, in your wildest dreams, where would you like to see the business, the name of Lazy Nerds, go? Would you like to be like the next Hot Topic FYE or, you know, Lunchbox or something like that um or maybe not even that not that big but i never could you see? i never complete i didn't i i have this thing where i don't compare myself to almost anybody because i feel like comparison is where dreams go to die i agree <laughs> trust me any of your dreams have died. Yeah, you sometimes compare yourself and be like, oh, well, somebody else did this and it didn't take as long and then you get discouraged. People quit and I I constantly tell you guys, I think I probably tell you, I think I've told you this multiple times too. I live in Aaronland. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> so I, I can be like, hey, you know this? 
Like, oh yeah, man. Like everybody, like I have no clue. I'm like, uh, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm like, I, yes, Aaron does live in Airland, <laughs> and you know what? Considering the way that this world has gone, that's not a bad place to be, probably. Not yet as great as Andre 3000, but I, I hear Andre 3000 does the same thing. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely his own world. Like, like, and honestly, I'm, I'm somewhat getting that way. Like, I, you know, I ain't gonna say I'm in my own world. I just have, sh- I've shrunk in my circle, mm-hmm. where some people I'm just not gonna fool with. Some people I've let go. You know, it ain't even nothing personal, but it's like you don't mesh with me and my values, or just, or you just get on my nerves, <laughs> like, and that's through social media and reality. So it's like the greatest test is, is if I talk to you on through text or if I'm willing to call you. And I know, yes, I know everybody don't like to be called. I get it. And, you know, I it, I'm sorry sometimes. Or maybe I'm a crazy person. But if I'm willing to call and talk to you and just check up on you, then that lets you know where I stand with you. But if you just one of those crazy people, a lurker, yes, you weird lurkers who out there listening. I'm sure Aaron has some weird lurkers too. But that's okay. Oh, Come no, to his store. Again, I'm in I'm in Aaron land, so I don't know. So don't, don't take know. it personal. Exactly. Don't take it personal I, if I don't call you. It, it doesn't mean we not we don't drive together. It just means I've been, I'm just sitting in Sitting here at City Hall getting work done. That's all. Hey, man, this man got stuff to do. He got cons and places to be. He got buildings to procure. We got event. Look, real talk. Look, I got to tell him about event right now. Like, February 20th. I don't know if he's in town or not, but we're going to be back. At, I'm going to be at French Truck. Aaron might be there. I don't know. Uh, might have so, there. <laughs> hey, because. And we need all the places we can get. So, but me and Aaron, we always be like, hey, man, hey, what are you doing? I always start like, Aaron, are you in town? You want to come? Like, which, <laughs> we did Pancake and Boo last night. And that went pretty well. All right. That was in New Orleans, right? Mm-hmm. So, tell people, what is the pancake and, and you said booze? Yeah, pancakes and booze was, uh, <laughs> started at like 9 o'clock at Howlin' Wolf, downtown New Orleans. Okay. And- Basically, is where they seem to do this as a traveling event, where they invite artists to put up, they rent out, they rent a building, I guess, and then rent a space to said artists to come display the artwork to the community. So the uh, people come in, and I'm guessing usually it's connected with some type of bar as the venue. Once you pay your entry fee, you can drink, and then since you already paid your entry fee, you can eat as I guess any pancakes as you want, and also shop with your local artists or people that came in town for the event and buy their art. I just never would have put pancakes and booze together, or I thought about it, but I guess it's New Orleans, so you can get you a Bloody Mary, maybe get you a brunch type of a. Uh... But you said it was at night. Yeah, it was, at, it was at night, so I had okay. the HR stack and the lady that was running the pancakes, they were actually pretty decent pancakes. I can't I can't hold you. <laughs> <laughs> I almost went to go give me another short stack. <laughs> but I didn't want to uh, I didn't want to make my people look bad. 
Eric got he got some home trade. He's like, look, I, I got these one plate. We can't be eating up all the food. I know, and it's crazy because I had food before. I had pizza before. I left to go to New Orleans and just see my soon as we part, my stomach is like, yo, it's that time again. I'm like, we just ate. <laughs> the stuff, so I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> they had uh, fruit to go with it. So I ended up getting some strawberry and blueberries on top of it. They had the Fruity Pebbles uh, syrup. I did not try it. The lady that was in line before me deterred me from doing it. So I didn't get the chance to try it. If I would have tried it, I would have gave you guys a review on it <laughs> today. But at last, I did not try it. So I have nothing. I feel like if you weren't doing a nerdy thing, you would be a food critic if you could be. I, and that's like one of the things I want to do for content. And it might be something that we do for content. Only thing about me is, unfortunately, I'm a picky, somewhat of a picky eater. And it's not even by my choice. It's just some things I just don't like. Like, the only way to be a proper food critic is to be a person that eats almost everything. True. Like I like I look at the people who do it on YouTube and I just be like, one, I don't know how you stay slim. I know you gotta work out a lot. Two, I don't like I like to eat, but some things I just I couldn't eat that much in one day, like that many different things. Believe it or not, like my, my palate would just go insane or something. Like and I'll have to be on the toilet. I'll just be honest with you. I, just, like, I gotta rest the bathroom. <laughs> like I couldn't. Like I be mean, see the people eat all the wild like Asian foods and the different spices this and that and like, and I look and see like are it the same clothes with the timeline? Still, but like I don't know if I could do, it. don't know if I could do it. But mine is just rabbit hole. But man, I'm just happy. I hope that this whole the whole store thing happens. I hope that this is something you can lay some groundwork and some roots yeah. in. Like, yeah, because you're at Austin where you, where I see the company going. I mean, um. With location, like I said, best case scenario, I never really considered it as being like uh, Hot Topic or Box Lunch, but possibly? I don't know. Possibly, but I I, I have such grand uh, dreams of grandeur with this because I, like I said before, even though I haven't got back to the music, I feel like every but every stream of fandom is something that you can be a nerd in. So, ideally, I would want to open up a big enough venue for because I remember when we were at the ball, I was thinking about taking Bar Louie where we could do it kind of like a anime nerd themed Crackle Barrel. I do remember that. I love that idea. Man, it seems like I, it seems like it been so long ago that you were able to say that. It feels like five years with the way COVID <laughs> hit. It it's technically has damn near been three, yeah, so, or there's two, but yeah, like I, I remember you saying that. I was like, oh yeah. Did yeah, somebody so, get Bar Louie? I can't remember. Yeah, like, so, uh, seafood place and got Bar Louie. Oh, uh, one of now. Uh the juicy, juicy people were one of them people. Yeah, but, I yeah. forgot. <laughs> I'm glad you reminded me. I forgot what the hell that was. I remember Bar Louie. <laughs> Another secret, folks. In Baton Rouge, 
sometimes when a bar slash club becomes more uh, diverse, that <laughs> not owned by, say, diverse people, that's when you know something is up. Um, hey, hey don't like, <laughs> don't always like good stuff anyway, though. Badly. Look, that's how So Go Live was with the casino, man. I don't know what it is. Now, it's just something. But yeah. uh, our people, for some reason, they, if I don't know, if they don't, could, if something else like it was there first and they like it, nothing else like it can, can thrive in the city. Oh, God. It's like, you know, and I get it. Like, I don't, I'm not into the club scene anymore, obviously, during COVID. But I was getting out of it anyway because there ain't much, nothing in there for me. You know, I like to go. I do like bars. I like to go give me a nice drink, hear some nice music. But, you know, this, this should be other options. Me. Yeah. Well, I don't and think that, I belong here. <laughs> <laughs> I that's why I think home. you having like an otaku anime bar with food or whatever, I think that concept can work. I know there's a lady, uh, she's building like a anime uh, otaku store in Chicago. She'll be like the first black-owned person. I actually really want to have her on the show. Um, but I know that means what's going around about her and what she's doing. I follow, I think it's called Nico Cafe. Like it'll be like a coffee shop slash otaku store, different things. And I know Texas have some bookstores that uh that's like otaku stores, big comic book stores, but have like a big anime manga section and influence. I think it would be dope to have something like that between here and New Orleans, you know? Yeah. I, initially, I mean, I'm probably just going to do things to scale. So if we get this spot, it will just be the store. Then I'm going to save and invest the money so I can buy a bigger location. So it can be a location that if we have to go up a next step, okay, that next step might be a location where we can host bigger events and still have the store then go another step up where I can have it where there can be stage a stage where you know music can be held, functions can be held stuff like functions can be held banquets like the whole nine so uh, basically I built I'm already kind of building a one-stop shop anyway. I just wanted to be like a, a one, a real big nerd one-stop shop for multiple different, various different things. Hey man, this brother's trying to build his own spot where he can have damn near his own con. And don't get <laughs> pretty, it twisted. Pretty don't much. Get it, don't get it twisted. Even if you get that spot outside. We will, people will use the outside space. We have done it. We have been on side of coffee shops. We've been on side of ca- cafes. We've been harassed by bums <laughs> selling this dirty goodness to you. So, look, you give us the space, we will make it work. Oh, we will figure me. it out. Trust me, if the owner approves us, because uh, I know for the events that, at least for like our tournament stuff, the uh, realtor had asked us to do it kind of like after everybody closed. But if we can get approved to do pop ups in the other part of the uh, parking lot. Then we definitely will uh, make it happen. Hey, make it maybe down. have like a once a year anime block party at that location for the 
couple years that we're there. Folks, if you're local, you're listening. I don't in fact if you're not local, if you're from if you close by New Orleans, Mississippi, or whatever, and you pass through Baton Rouge, you know, go to tell people where they can find you so they can find a video so they can comment on it and where they can just, you know, support you in the meantime and all that. Since we're coming up our, I'm going to let you have the floor so you can make your closing remarks. You can definitely find us on all the important social medias. So, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, kind of. Uh, it's Lazy Nerds Designs. Only one that's different is Twitter is because I was too many characters, so it's Lazy Nerds Design. But yeah, you can find us there. All our important links are there. We have a, like a link tree where you click on it and it gives you our YouTube channel, our website, uh, a way to donate to us if you wanted to donate to us. <laughs> um, all that's there. If you want to just shout out, say, hey, please DM us. We do get a chance to sit down and talk to the people. So we're not we're not yet big enough where we're ignoring fans. I'm hoping we never get to the point where we can ignore people that want to support us. Um, because that's just not me. I do live in Ireland, but those who reach out to me <laughs> and extend their hand to me while I'm in Ireland, I will grab your hand and be taken out of my uh, my my zone. So please reach out uh, if you want to support us right now. Honestly, we can't get the spot. Just support the website. Um, I am constantly going to be on the lookout for a different location. So if this location doesn't work, we've actually seen a beautiful location that's on Perkins that is for rent. It's a little bit out of my price range that I want to pay. But it's cost just about as much as we had at the ball, which we've proven that we could make work. And Where it all works. It's basically across the street from um, Sprouts. Oh. Yeah, so okay. it's a little bit further down from Sprouts, but it, if you, I'm pretty sure if you've passed through that location, you've seen it. It has a police sign on it. It, it looks like it could have been like a church, but it was not and the, that spot's 2,800 square feet at the bottom. And then they have uh, upstairs 800 square feet. So, I and it's move-in ready. The place that we're trying to get now is going to have to do the remodeling. But that place is already move-in ready. It would be already big enough for events and stuff, too. So, hey, man. Look. Well, I, I hope that your dreams come true because... His brother does help out what I do and he helps out others and it will just help bring the the community together no matter what you nerd out on. Um, we into it. You know, he's into it. He's willing to, willing to listen and uh and he's out there working hard. So uh yeah, of course trying to stay home. <laughs> yeah, he's, try, look, he's, try, he's trying to he's trying to stay home stay home, try to be a family man. He's he's doing the right thing. He's trying to avoid COVID, you know? He's trying to avoid this nonsense out here because you just we just don't know when it's going to end, but you know, hey man, the story ain't done, so we're going to stay positive. We're going to stay upbeat. So folks, that have been our time. Um, you can, of course, listen to this podcast at www.blerd-ish.com That's www.blerd.com and of course on generally your favorite 
podcast app from Apple, Spotify, uh, other locations. Um, of course, we have our sale going on. Um, some merch. We're going to have another sale going on later this month, and we're going to have a coupon all month long for Black History and through the beginning of Mardi Gras. So this is one of those times that, hey, I always go to my affiliate and be like, look, Black History. We're going to celebrate it. They'd be like, sure, Keith. We're going to do it. I'm like, you damn right you're going to do it. So <laughs> that's the same as so to you all. So I always try to feature more, you know, artists and themes to that. But hey, about the nerdy, about, you know, the anime as well, too. So check us out. Of course, got new books coming. Um, folks, if for all y'all who bought Harry Tubman Demon Slayer, because I'm one of the distributors for it, uh, via, via, um, one through three yard printing. And of course, shout out to David Crownson. Got more of those coming. I got other books coming. Also carrying a little more graphic novels. Um, and shout out to everybody who bought stuff during the holidays. But yeah, we're gearing up again. Uh, like I say, uh, February 5th is actually the mid city Mardi Gras parade. After that, or that evening, I'm going to be doing my next anime night. I think I'm going to show Gurren Lagann the movie, the movie version. I want to do something with a mech or whatever. Um, or I'm thinking possibly a love story. But I think I'm going to go Gurren Lagann, have some fun. So, and February 20th, more than likely, you will catch us um, at French Truck and some spots in between. So, folks, so Aaron, I'm going to say appreciate you on this cold morning to talk yeah. about this. Appreciate no. you having me. And all that. So, folks, follow at them. Follow, follow us. Follow at them. Holler at them. Follow them. <laughs> all that good stuff. And check us out. And I'm going to say peace. Peace.